You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the What Now Podcast. Welcome back to the What Now 
Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. For the sake of the podcast, you can just call me Cliff. As you see, I'm working on an introduction. So I want you guys to let me know what you think about what we have so far. I'm not going to do a long introduction. Why? Because we only have 15 minutes to spend together. And I know you guys want to spend those 15 minutes listening to my voice. Is that my right? I know I'm right. I already know that. But listen, welcome back to the show. Remember, this show is is designed for us to have conversations about us effectively addressing some of the most difficult times in our lives, all right? Sometimes we run from difficult times. We try to avoid difficult times. Sometimes we try to um, make as if those times aren't happening in the midst of our life. We try to desensitize ourselves to those times, but that's not the way that we need to deal with those times. We need to face those times head on with tools and strategies for us to see that even though it seems like those times are working against us, they're actually working for us. Do you hear me? Although it feels like it's working against you, it's actually working for you. What you many times are feeling is your resistance to the very times that you're facing. So basically, it's you working against those times or the lessons that you can learn in those times and the growth you can experience in those times and the personal development that you can experience in those times. Many times we fight those things. But guess what? We're not talking about that on tonight. So we're going to get right into our subject on tonight. And what is our subject on tonight? I have a question for you. It's kind of a two-part question. I want to know what have you trained yourself to believe about yourself? Or what are you currently training yourself to believe about yourself? And the reason why I wanted to hit the currently because some of us have already made that transition. We already understand that we trained ourselves to believe things about ourselves that ended up manifesting in the midst of our lives. And we many times got upset about the things that were manifesting in our lives only to realize that sometimes we sat, thought about those things, we spoke those things, and as we begin to think and speak about those things, we begin to create a world where those things had power or authority or force in our lives. It's like that snowball effect. It might stop at the top, start at the top of a mountain, and it's a little teeny ball. But the more that it rolls down the mountain, number one, it begins to gain momentum. There's some things in the midst of your life that are some thoughts about yourself that if you don't readily address, they'll start to gain momentum as time goes on. And those thoughts will now begin to overpower some of the thoughts that are positive, productive, that will uh, cause you to prosper and, and cause you just to, to establish yourself in what it is that you desire to establish yourself in. So to gain momentum, that's number one that it will do. Number two is as it's gaining momentum, it's also picking up more forms of itself. And as it picks up more forms of itself, it begins to grow. What do you mean? The more the snowball rolls down the mountain that has snow on it, now more snow begins to attach itself to it. Why? Because it's attaching itself to something 
that looks just like it, sounds just like it, feels just like it, tastes just like it, whatever. It's just like it. That's the same thing with negative energy in our lives. And I got to flip it on the positive side, too. The more that we learn to develop the positive thoughts about ourselves, the more it can have that snowball effect as well. So it becomes bigger, it becomes bigger, it becomes bigger. And then number three, as it gains momentum and as it gains size or mass, it begins to grow in mass. Now, which once started with you being able to hold in your hand in control, now you feel as if you're losing control of it because now it seems and appears to be bigger than you. And I always like to to share uh, stories about my personal life as it relates to me. One of the hardest things in my life, and and it's still hard at times, is for me to accept compliments or for me to properly assess something that I may have handled and handled it in a great way, like accomplishing a goal or, um, you know, um, developing a plan for my client and they applying that plan and we seeing success in that plan. That's kind of hard for me to receive. Uh, And the reason why it's hard for me to receive is because sometimes I'm still fighting against the condition of my mind that always goes back to the last thing that I done that I did wrong or the biggest mistake that I made in my life. I've shared very adamantly about uh, my felony. So a lot of times when people come to me and they let me know, I appreciate you, you're a great man. And I struggle with this with God as well. Uh, when, when God began to tell me who he had called and created me to be, and when God, uh, if a prophetic word comes to pass, and that prophetic word, the other the other night I was on the show, and after the show, the guest that I had, he flows on the prophetic, and he was ministering to me about um, a venture that God was, uh, he brought confirmation about a venture that God was blessing me with, that, that I'm about to do, and he started hitting some of the fears that I had in that. And he said something, and that thing made me shrink. Like I literally felt myself cringe and shrink. And he said, God can give you this and trust you with this because he knows that you won't taint it and that you are the man for it. And that bothered me. I received the word, but there still was a side of it that bothered me. And the reason why there still was a side that bothered me is because I had to come to the realization that I still am conditioning myself to fail. I'm silent there for a minute. But I'm still conditioning myself to make a mistake. I'm still conditioning my, and it's okay. I want everybody to understand it is okay to make mistakes. That's the human side of who we are. The reality is that we can't stay stuck in those mistakes, and we have to understand that many times a mistake is not a bad thing. Sometimes it just comes to teach you, you know, a more valuable lesson and show you you know, other areas of strength that are in your life and areas that need to be strengthened in your life. But it's all about our perception and how we view it. And one of the things that I'm dealing with myself is that I had to stop, I have to stop, and I'm talking to myself in present tense as well, because even though 
it may be better than it used to be, if it still is having any influence on my right now, that means that I still must address it in a manner to where I quit allowing it to grow and grow and grow and grow. And one of those things is how we look at adversity or how we look at challenges. Uh, some of us like to look at challenges and we're up to the challenge, and, and it's something about a challenge that motivates us to overcome it. I'm like that in some areas of my life. If you challenge me in some areas of my life, man, all that is is an opportunity for me to show you, you know, what resides inside of me. But there are some challenges in my life that when I don't look at them the correct way, I look at it as a definition of who I am or uh, the punishment for things that I've done that I have yet to get over, even though I've been forgiven for them, if that makes sense to you. And that's what I want to talk to us about tonight. I want us all to understand that one of the hardest things in life is to forgive yourself, to forgive yourself, to free yourself. I was on the show last night, um, Transformation Radio. If you didn't hear the show, make sure you check it out, www com on my homepage, scroll down, hit Transformation Radio, listen to all the shows, but listen to last night, um, one of my brothers, a friend, he's an apostle, prophet, uh, teacher, author, so many things, but he said something about love, and we were talking about a different topic, but it just rung in my spirit, and I wanted to bring this to you as well, and he said, love is not a cage. Love allows you to be who you authentically are. And I want you guys to hear from me today. If you're out there and you're struggling with the whole mindset of what it is that you're conditioning yourself to believe about yourself, I want you to understand that love is not a cage. Even self-love is not a cage. And some of you have restricted yourself to a cage. And you have to begin to love yourself enough to allow yourself to come out of that cage, stretch your wings, and begin to fly. You have to allow yourself to be free enough to understand that freedom is yours. It's yours. You, it is rightfully yours. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to continue to prove to other people that whatever it was that you did, you didn't mean to do it. I want to hit that just for a minute as well. One of the things about me, too, that I, I'm dealing with, uh, and I thank God for a relationship with God, with, with Elohim, with Yahweh. Um, I thank God for a relationship with him because it helps me understand even the more who he has called and created me to be and the desire that he has for me and the, the 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 access that he has for me that he's just waiting for me to accept. And one of the things that I realized about myself is I'm a very open person. Uh, I haven't always been like that, but when ministry became real to me, I was willing to cut it all back, show myself uh, to other people so that they could be free themselves, okay? Well, one of the things I realized about my transparency or whatever, however you want to identify it, is that I always tell my story from a negative side of things. 
as if I'm still punishing myself for. And sometimes I used to wonder, why is my story not as effective as it could be? Yeah, it's effective, and I praise God for it being effective. But why is it not effective as it could be? And it clicked last night on that show that there's still cages that I've restricted myself to. Yes, it may not be the small cage that it once was. Maybe I bought a new cage, and I've looked at this new cage as freedom. But the reality was, it's not freedom. Listen, there was a time that I was I was locked up. I tell people, I, I was locked up. I did some hard time. You know, I did 18 days, okay? 18 days, okay, I was locked up. Not 18 years, 18 days. But the one thing that I realized about it, and I remember talking to a young man while we were in there, and we were talking about the mindset of a prisoner, having the mindset of a prisoner. And the mindset of a prisoner sometimes, used to, we used to get excited about rec time, rec time, because we got to go outside. But the one thing he said about going outside was, all we're doing is stepping into a bigger box that doesn't have a ceiling. And he said, our, our rooms, he was talking about our cells. He said, our cells are small blocks. Then we go out to eat in a bigger block. If we have indoor rec, it's in a bigger block as well, uh, or square as well. If we go outside, there's no ceiling to it, but yet we're still caged. So what I want to say to each and every one of you is free yourself. Stop putting yourself in a prison or stop putting yourself in a bigger cage thinking that you freed yourself when all you've done is just give yourself a little bit room to stretch, but there's still more room needed in order for you to be able to spread your wings and go beyond where you currently are. What are you conditioning yourself to believe about yourself? My hope after tonight is that you will begin to condition yourself to believe just how awesome and fearfully and wonderfully God created you and the purpose and destiny that he created wrapped up inside of you. I hope you're conditioning yourself to be successful in that. All right? Thanks for listening again. Be blessed. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called 
From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there. Purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a, a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www cliftonpettyjohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.